power. Ability to do or act. Capability of doing or accomplishing something. Great or marked ability to do or act. Strength, might, force. Verb, to give power to, make powerful. Hi folks, and welcome to another way, living a creative life. It's funny that <laughs> the first episode after the return episode is uh, power, because as you may have heard last week on the last episode, I felt very powerless over these last few months. So it's interesting that this is the one that I'm jumping back in on. But uh, yeah, that's just how the uh, how the uh, notebooks dictated it should go. <laughs> so we're back to notes. I like having my notes. I felt rambly in the last one. And a peek behind the curtain, I'm recording this right after I recorded that last episode of the lost one, where I feel, where I just kind of spilled my guts. So, um, here we go. The, see, the thing I like about doing this podcast and the way that I do it is that I often have ideas for, the episodes often come to me as the word that is the theme of that episode. And sometimes when I dig into the definition, I don't know, sometimes I write an entire episode without the definition itself. And then I look up the definition and it changes it slightly. Sometimes I think, oh, well, that would be a good one. And then I look up the definition and then that gives me a direction to go that I may not have had before. And sometimes when that happens the definition itself sort of gives me the outline of the of the show and so that's what happened with this so we start off with you know the ability to do or act um we often have a lot more power than we think we do especially in times like i talked about last week where it's just where maybe you don't feel very powerful it's still there it's just a little bit harder to get to. It's, it's, I mean, my grandfather had a, had an oil and gas company for a long, long time. And, um, you know, it's funny that I, I don't know more about it than I do, but you know, sometimes the oil is right at the surface. The well is right there. And sometimes you have to drill a little bit deeper. And I feel like in many of our endeavors in life, we're just having to constantly drill and we drill a well until that well runs dry and then we have to move on. And there are just, like I said, there are times where it's closer and there are times where it's easier and there are times where you have to go a little bit deeper and you have to dig in and it's harder. And sometimes you stop drilling before you get there. Didn't plan that metaphor, but I rather like that one. Um, we often have more power than we think we do. You know, my my world history teacher in high school was this wonderful Irish lady, um, and we all loved her. And she would always say, you know more than you think you know. And we'd come to her before every AP test, even after we were no longer taking her class, and say, can you just tell us that we know more than we think we know? Because we need to hear that from you. So you know more than you think you know. You have more power than you think you do. 
you know, we can sometimes we get bogged down by all the mishigas that comes with being a human being and trying to work our way through the planet and forget that we can, you know, we can we literally create things from nothing. We can do that. That's one of the things I love about writing and and you know, whenever I go see a movie, I usually sit through the credits. I usually stay until the credits are done. And not because I, I want to, I, oh, they might have put an extra scene at the end. There's a couple of different reasons. First off, I like listening to the music because that's where you get the score and things. And as a musician, I, I, I like that part. But I also just like looking at the names. And every time I have this moment of wonder where I think, look at all of these people who worked on this thing. Look at all of the jobs that were created because somebody had an idea. Somebody had an idea and literally created thousands of jobs. And that just, I, I know that that's like, that, that is, I mean, it's not really a simplification. I was going to say it's kind of simplifying things, but it's not. I mean, somebody had an idea, they wrote down their idea, and it blossomed into something bigger and that that doesn't just happen in the movie industry i mean it's been happening since you know we figured out how to make tools and i'm just you know i'm looking at the books on my shelf right now we can literally make things out of nothing and that is the entire point of being a creative person of having a craft that's the word I'm trying to replace art with. I think craft is a better one. There's sort of an unspoken perception in our culture that you you have to be special to do this. It's it's like it's the realm of inventors, and and we don't see ourselves as inventors. You know, I think that we, or there's the opposite. It's not really the opposite. There's there's a sort of another prong of that where we see inventors as like sort of crazy people, like like um. What's what's the guy's name? Um, Rick Moranis' character and and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We see them as that eccentric, sort of absent-minded. Oh, there's things laying around. We see them as as those sort of people, and we're all inventors. It's it's it's. I think it's really part of human nature. Really, I mean, I guess you could argue that it's part of just being alive. You have to invent to stay alive whether you're a single-celled organism or a human being. We can argue about who's the more primitive in that, but, you know. You know, no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in, we can always find some way to do this, to do our creating, to do our craft. And, um, you know, humans did it for thousands of years before we had the tools that we have now. You know, there, there was... Before we had computers and things, we had cave paintings. And I know that there's a few things in between there, but the point stands. Um, it's one of the, it's another thing that I love about writing is that I know that no matter what happens, if I were to get thrown out on the street tomorrow, I could write stories with a stick in the dirt. And it would give me some of the same sense of satisfaction i could make music with a log with just my body if i had to and it would 
still have that same magic behind it that it does when I'm here at this microphone. I mean, yeah, it would, there would be other circumstances that would be very depressing, but... Um, and as I'm saying all of this, uh, it's funny because the, the next, uh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> the next note on here is that we can get overwhelmed and feel like we lose our power, but it never really goes away. It's all about perception. Um, and that's exactly where I've been for the past several months, just like I talked about last episode. You know, we can have these periods where we are overwhelmed and and like I said last episode, I fell apart and I wasn't sure how, how I, I still am not sure how to piece myself back together. I'm working on it, but I, I, I it's it's a difficult thing to go through. And um, yeah, sure, I guess the argument can be made that once you think you've lost your power, it, it does sort of go away in a, in a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of way. You know, my mother is a uh, she's full of lovely little sayings that kind of irritate me like everything happens for a reason which I don't really believe and uh, things like that and one of her favorites that she throws at me sometimes that, that bugs me is um, if you think you can't you're right and I think there's a certain truth to that I guess but that doesn't mean that the power isn't there that doesn't mean just because we haven't hit the oil yet doesn't mean that it's not still under the ground if we just drill a little bit further. And I know that that's not easy sometimes. Trust me, I know. This is very much do as I say, not as I've done for the past couple of months. Um, so now, moving on with the definition, power in is a great or marked ability to do or act. You know, making something doing your craft, making your art, whatever you want to call it, is an incredibly powerful thing. I mean, it's literally changed history in so many ways. I, I mean, look at, look at people like da Vinci, who, I mean, not even artists, just we can go back to the inventor idea, because that's, that's an art in itself. That's somebody's art. And somebody's craft is the inventing and it, it literally changes history there's so much power in that and um, we have to embrace that but not let it go to our heads and I think that there's a, there's a fine line there because there's an arrogance that can quickly seep in to things and um, you know we all know these people we all know these people um, the example that comes to my mind most rarely right now, it's because I'm such a big fan of Drag Race. Some of the some of my favorite queens from that show frequently talk about how like they're just a man in a wig and a dress. But you hear you hear stories about other people that go on that show and think that they're a, a rock star. And that's not to say that both of those things like you can't hold both of those things in in your mind, but there has to be a balance between them. And it's, it's sort of a, uh, we do have to find this balance, and I talk about this all the time, you know, the balancing act, between um, keeping ourselves in check and the, it, it treads very dangerously close to the who do you think you are 
tape and that's why that's why that tape is so powerful you know that 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 constant doubt of who do you think you are to do this that's why it's so powerful because it's if there's just a little bit of that it's actually healthy it's sort of like how um some poisons can actually treat things in small doses i'm i'm rereading the count of monte cristo right now is why that comes to mind if you if you know that book at all you know what i'm talking about it's one of my favorite novels ever anyway we have to strike that balance between recognizing the power in what we're doing but not letting it uh, go to our heads did you hear that i hope you heard that i have elephants live upstairs i'm telling you sometimes it sounds like they're rolling around a log up there and i don't understand i have no idea what that noise can be sorry <laughs> taking away my neighbor troubles back to power you know if we go about our craft properly it can power us and vice versa you know we it's sort of the way that you know I don't know much about cars so I might get this wrong but my understanding is that a car battery and the carburetor I think I don't know there's there's it's my understanding that the battery starts the car and then some other part of the engine charges the battery so that it kind of constantly does this thing and that's why if you leave like the lights on the battery runs out because it powers that without having the the power from the engine that might be totally wrong and if it is i'm sorry but the point is that's how the art works is that we can if we get into our practices and we get into our craft that can give us power just just the simple act of doing it it's it's very similar to inspiration in that way in that we can start the day not feeling motivated at all and just the act of doing it can sort of fuel us acting is definitely the most important part of that equation you know the, the power comes from doing the thing it's it's sort of an inertia you know if you get the ball rolling it will gather speed and momentum and velocity and other physics things keep me needing to take a physics course just because i think the more i think about life in general the more i see physics everywhere anyway <laughs> that brings us to strength might and force we often have to pull the strength from um within us to power through the difficult times and <laughs> the note that's right here says that's often the difference between success and failure or mediocrity and um present me is kind of mad at past me for writing that because i think that that's um there's more to it than, than that that's a little bit black and white but I don't think that the point is a bad one. You know, you hear so many examples of people who everyone around them didn't believe in them, but they believed in themselves enough to get them through. And um, that's not an easy thing to do. And I don't think it's a very common thing to do because we are such social creatures. Um, I mean, we're primates. That's, that's if you look at any ape, which is exactly what we are sorry about it you see that there's a there's so much social interaction and in things i think it's very difficult when you have the pack telling you 
when you have the pack against you, it's a very difficult thing to overcome. It's 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 a, it's an evolution thing. But pulling that strength from within, drilling down far enough to get the strength in, can be magical. And that takes it takes doing. You know, and I'm I'm sure I've talked about this at some point, but there's sort of a phenomenon that you notice as a uh, as a music major, because something like that. And it's, it, this doesn't just happen in music. I'm just using it as an example because it's the one that I know. In so many things, you have people who are naturally talented, who are just gifted, and they're very talented right out, right from the get-go, and it just comes naturally, and um, they don't have to work as hard. And then you have the people who it doesn't come naturally to, and they have to work extremely hard to reach the same level as the talented person. And when you go to college to be a music major there's a phenomenon that happens and uh, I've noticed and in discussions with various professors and other students I've noticed that it, it, it sort of takes place in the second half of the uh, sophomore year of study where the people who were naturally talented um, the people who weren't as naturally talented start to catch up if they're putting the work in and you know the person who has the natural talent in spades was is, has been first chair and now for the first time in that in that spot because the the other person has put the work in they've reached and perhaps surpassed the person with the natural talent that happens a lot in that second year of college i i've, I've noticed um and it's all because of the amount of work put in natural talent only gets you so far and I, and I feel like, you know, using your power is, is very similar in that way. It's, it's like anything else. You have to practice it. You have to practice finding it. You have to realize where it comes from, and you have to practice utilizing it. And you have to... Some people are naturally better at it than others. It would be interesting if there were a way to measure this sort of thing that I'm talking about amongst like Fortune 500 CEOs or something to see how many of those people sort of naturally have a tendency to tap into their own power and those who have worked at it. I would wager that the latter is more common amongst those highly successful people. I would imagine that they are people who have struggled a bit more and have found ways, more ways to tap into that power. I don't, I don't know, maybe just a theory. And, you know, sometimes when you're having to pull from within, it, it might feel like you're forcing things or just going through the motions. And uh, that's not, it, it's not a bad thing. It feels demoralizing, for sure. I mean, that's every, every page I've written in the past three months. Maybe not everyone, but most of the pages that I've written in the past three months have felt like I've just been going through the motions. And I... I don't know if any of them will be any good like ever and that's not necessarily bad there's just naturally lulls in everything and that includes our productivity and our and our practice but the important thing to do is, is to keep working through it and you know like i've talked about in various instances sometimes you need a break and that's part of knowing it too no did that sentence even make sense that's part of the that's part of your power too is having the power to stop when you need to i think i recovered that all right i don't know 
Um, there's a thing I read a book once I don't remember what it was called it was something about um, ways to make yourself happy in like 60 seconds or something it was it was something like that I, it had a good title I remember that but I don't remember the title It's it's been probably 10 years since I read it but it, at one point it talked about this idea of if you're in a bad mood and you force yourself to fake a smile for 90 seconds, your mood and your mood raises. You find your, you, you, something about the action of smiling tricks your brain and you become a little bit happier and it's crazy, but it works like not all the time, but most of the time. And, you know, let's say you're at a negative 10 and the smile thing only gets you at a negative 6. You are better than before. Like, it doesn't have to take you from negative 10 to positive 10. But negative 6 is definitely better than negative 10. And the same thing sort of happens with our work. If, if we sit down and just write a sentence. That's what I had to do one day. I just, I had to... Okay, just write a sentence. Now write a paragraph. Now write a page. And I wrote a page. And I, I sat down to write my full 20-minute, four-page, morning page routine. And I got the page done, and I said, okay, you can stop. Because getting that one single page was so hard that day. But I did it. And there was a sense of accomplishment that came with that. And most days, that sense of accomplishment is enough to make me want to keep going. That day was just particularly awful. So sometimes if you make yourself start working, you will continue working. And I've talked about that before. But I, I like putting it in the context of the smiling thing, too, just to sort of reinforce that. Then there's the verb of power, to give power to. We have to power our craft. We have to power our practices. And... I think it can be helpful to um, think of yourself as the engine for it, because that uh, you have to take care of your engine, and you have to take care of yourself too. And you know that goes back to everything I've said. And if you haven't listened to it in the body episode, which I think is like episode twelve, something like that, but. It's this idea of taking care of you and not sacrificing yourself in the name of the art. And I think I've referenced, I think I referenced this in the body episode. There's, there's a documentary on the composer Philip Glass that I saw a few years ago. And he talks in that, sorry, he talks in that about um, how he has a lot of music that he wants to write and he knows that he has to take care of himself to do that. He has to take care of his body to do that. So we can't let the self-care go out the window either. And that's a hard thing to do because self-care is often translated as selfish in our culture. So getting past that, not giving that power. Sometimes, sometimes it's about the things that you don't give power to. Sometimes that's a real thing. By giving something a priority, that's how you give it power. 
and that's why that's what the that's what the the less talented people that I talked about a minute ago that's what they're doing when they put in the work they're giving they're giving it power and that it goes both ways you know there's there's that metaphor that I've heard on multiple podcasts over the past couple of months and some express it better than others but there's this idea of two wolves are fighting and which one wins the one that you feed I think it's I think it's an old Native American idea but the the point is if you're happy and you feed the happiness the happiness is going to win if you're depressed and you feed the depression the depression is going to win and that's a very easy thing to say it's harder to do sometimes like the past three months of my life not to harp on about it but Sometimes it's harder to, sometimes one of them <laughs> is hungrier and takes more from you and it's harder to feed the more, the more positive one. But if we practice it, if we practice putting our power where it's, where it should go. I mean, think about what would happen in the world if we folk, if we stopped focusing on I don't know trying to blow each other up all the time and we focused on feeding everybody who's hungry think about what would happen I mean let's 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 take it to a ridiculous level what if we all stopped watching television and as, and those hours we spend watching television what if instead we all worked on curing cancer you know think something that's never gonna happen but just think about the power behind that act it's amazing to think about. so think about where you're putting your power who are you giving your power to what are you giving your power to that power that you have more of than you think I think that's a good spot to end it. The podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects. GreatGrandProjects.com and Horizon Creative Studio, home of another way at HorizonCreativeStudio.com. I forgot to say that in the middle as a ad break or whatever I call it. Follow me on the things, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Tumblr, the Tumble R, that KJ Bell and all of that. And subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes or the Apple podcast or whatever it is these days. I don't even know. I should figure all that out. Yeah. So it's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. C create. Create. It's okay to be exactly as you are right now. It's okay. You are okay. And I am okay.